Are you thinking about moving overseas in the next year or two, but just need some help with your plans? If so, then head over to travelingwithkristin.com slash relocation to share your plans with me and see how I can support. I will also link to that in the show notes, or you can go to travelingwithkristin.com slash relocation, get in touch with me and join the waiting list so you can be first in line to get help with your move overseas starting in January of 2024. Welcome to Badass Digital Nomads, where we're pushing the boundaries of remote work and travel, all while staying grounded with a little bit of old school philosophy, self-development, and business advice from our guests. Hi there, Kristen Wilson from Traveling with Kristen here, and welcome to episode 227 of Badass Digital Nomads. I just want to welcome you if it's your first time listening to the podcast today. And I also want to welcome you back if you're a regular and if you've been here with me for many weeks, months, or years. Well, I have some really exciting news for you today that I've decided to launch the first ever Traveling with Kristen trip or retreat in 2024. And now this has been something I've been thinking about doing for a really long time. It's actually one of the reasons why I started my YouTube channel, Traveling with Kristen, back in 2018, because eventually I wanted to be able to host trips of like-minded people and just travel the world and have fun. But hosting a trip and organizing a trip is a lot of work. And so in those first years of traveling with Kristen, I didn't get around to doing it with all the other projects and things going on. Then the pandemic happened, which postponed those plans as well. And then I was focused on writing my book. But finally, I think now is the time to start putting that trip together. And so I've actually been working with a company that specializes in organizing these types of trips so that we can gather a group of people in our community to be able to travel together. And they have been doing this for a really long time and they're helping me with planning the trip, but I need your help to decide where we go. Now, if there's enough interest, we might get to do two trips next year instead of one. But what I'll do is I'll link to a survey in the show notes so you can fill out when would be the best month of year for you to go and where would you like to go and also what would your budget be for this type of trip. So it's usually about six days, maybe seven to nine days. It really depends on the itinerary, but you could estimate about one week. And the top places so far, we have almost 200 responses or more than 200 responses so far. Um, The number one right now is Portugal, followed by Italy, Croatia, France, Greece, Ireland, 
and the south of France, followed by the Greek islands. And then there's lots of other countries in there as well. Thailand, Germany, Argentina, Switzerland, Costa Rica, Japan, Iceland. So whatever countries you're interested in, please let me know. And it looks like the top months so far are in April or May or September, October. So either in the spring or the fall. And so, yes, I need your help deciding if you would be interested in going on a one week trip with me uh, somewhere around the world and maybe 10 or 20, maybe 25 people will have to see how many people want to go, but a relatively small and intimate group. And then we will go to a place that you want to go. So stay tuned to the podcast for more details. And if you also want to be the first to know about these types of opportunities, of course, my inner circle, my relocation clients get early access to this information as well as my Patreon patrons. Now, if you like my support with planning a relocation, if you're thinking of moving to another country in the next year or so, I will be reopening those relocation support services starting in January of next year. So you can go ahead and get on the waiting list and apply to either get one-on-one support or to join my relocation program, Ready to Relocate. And I will link to that inquiry form in the show notes. And for Patreon, you can sign up for just $5 per month. And we do a lot of Zoom hangouts or Google hangouts, lots of messages with feedback where you can vote on different things that I'm doing. You can share your opinion. You can share your feedback on things like the podcast art that we just finalized recently and also help choose podcast guests, video ideas, preview my YouTube videos before they are live on YouTube and much more. And it's just a way to get to talk with you more one-on-one. And I do want to welcome our newest patrons from this month. We have Coach UJ, Julie D'Angelo, Lucia Kubik, and her husband, and Jerry Gasson. So thank you all so much for joining Patreon, and I, I hope to see you all in the next live stream. I also want to thank Rachel, Henry, and Jeff, who all bought me coffees this month. Rachel says, I love your YouTube. I'm a touring musician, so I'm on flights and in different places regularly, and I love hearing about delving into the different countries you visit and cultures you explore. Thank you so much, Rachel. And in case you missed it, this week over on the YouTube channel, Traveling with Kristen, we have a new video on the easiest countries for U.S. citizens to move to. So make sure you catch that one. Lots of people really interested in the topic of where you can move, where can you get residency, where can you get visas, what are the easiest places. If you want to know, then check that out over on YouTube. Without further ado, I want to hop into today's topic, which is the top 10 places that you can live for under $1,000 per month. 
This was a very popular video on YouTube with over 250,000 views so far. So I wanted to bring it over here to the podcast to share this information with you and just give you some ideas of where you can go to live cheap and live well. And I also want to thank you for your feedback and messages for last week's podcast with Olga about her story and that of her families from leaving the Ukraine and moving to Poland. It was such a significant and meaningful conversation. I really enjoyed speaking with Olga. I'm just so humbled that she came on the show and shared such a personal stories with us. And we just really thank her for that. And, and, you know, thank you all for sharing your feedback on that podcast. I'm so glad that, that you enjoyed it. So let's cover some of those affordable places that you can live around the globe. And I'll see you on the other side. If you've ever dreamt of living abroad without breaking the bank, then you're in for a treat because in this video, I'm going to take you on a whirlwind journey around the world and share with you my top 10 picks for the best places to live on $1,000 per month. Now, if you've considered moving or retiring overseas, then you're not alone. The U.S. State Department has said that an estimated 8.7 million citizens have moved abroad and one of the biggest driving factors is seeking a lower cost of living and a higher quality of life. The first country on my list is someplace you might not expect and it's Serbia. Located over in Eastern Europe, Serbia is bordered by Hungary, Romania, Bulgaria, Bosnia and Herzegovina, Montenegro, Kosovo, and North Macedonia. Due to its location and history, Serbia is a fascinating country with lots of ancient ruins and medieval fortresses. It also has a beautiful countryside that's perfect for a road trip. And what I really love about Serbia is not just the low cost of living, but the very friendly people and also the amazingly fresh and seasonal food. In fact, one of my favorite breakfast spots in the world is located in Serbia's capital of Belgrade and it's called Smakvika, which means fig tree in Serbian. As with anywhere in the world and including all of the places on this list, your exact cost of living will depend on where you live and how much you've budgeted for rent. In the case of Serbia, a studio or one bedroom apartment fully furnished in Belgrade could start around 300 euro per month up to 500 euro, but you can get a much nicer two or three bedroom apartment for eight or 900 euro per month. But if you want to keep your budget under a thousand dollars per month, then head to some of the smaller towns and cities throughout the country where rent prices can start at just 200 or 300 euro per month. If we do a quick property search online, you can see that you can find a one bedroom apartment for 400 euro in Belgrade, 450 in Novi Sad, or an even bigger apartment for around 550 or 700 euro. 
food, as I mentioned, is very delicious, but also affordable in Serbia. A kilo of potatoes could cost you one or two dollars, and getting a beer or a coffee or a drink out can also be just a couple of euro. When it comes to healthcare, private insurance in Serbia is very affordable. I got a quote from a local company and the prices started at 36 euro per month up to 86 euro for the maximum premium package with a total limit of 100,000 euro. Depending on where you're from, your country may also have a bilateral health treaty with Serbia, which means you could opt in to the local public healthcare system. The total cost of living budget for one person in Serbia, which you can take a screenshot of the budget here, is around 1,020 euro per month or 1,123 US dollars. Popular locations for you to check out include Belgrade, Novi Sad, and Niš. If Southeast Asia is calling your name, then Thailand is a great option because there are so many places that you can live while keeping your budget at $1,000 per month. You can check out the beaches of Krabi, the islands of Koh Samui and Koh Lanta, or the northern mountains of Chiang Mai. Living in Thailand is lower than 62% of other countries in Asia and lower than 72% of the countries in the world. You can eat lunch there for two to four dollars and get a beer or a coffee for one to three dollars. Living in the capital of Bangkok, however, can be almost twice the price of living in smaller towns such as Chiang Mai in the north, so keep that in mind. As with Serbia, the biggest factor in your cost of living in Thailand comes down to rent, but fortunately you can find a fully furnished studio or one bedroom for around two or three hundred dollars per month around the country. But keep in mind that if you want a more luxurious apartment in Bangkok, it could go up to a thousand dollars per month right there. But if we take a look at this fully furnished one bedroom condo in the trendy Nimin district of Chiang Mai, you can see that it costs between 10 to 20,000 Thai baht per month, which is around 288 up to 575 US dollars. Utilities should also be low with your monthly bill coming out to around 50 to $80 per month. And sometimes this can be included in your rent. Thailand has very fast and affordable internet that you can contract from 20 to $40 per month, depending on the speeds and your cell phone could cost you between five and $10 per month. Healthcare is extremely affordable in Thailand as it's Asia's leading medical medical tourism destination. A dental cleaning costs $25 to $35, and x-rays are only $15 to $20. A visit to a doctor at an English-speaking hospital in Thailand could be between 500 and 1,000 Thai baht, or $15 to $30. Thailand is ranked the number four place to live in the world by the Internation's 2023 Expat Insider Report, and many cities and towns and beaches throughout Thailand are often in the top 10 places for digital nomads to live in the world, according to Nomad List, with Bangkok and Chiang Mai always ranking at the top of hundreds of cities around the world. Other places for you to check out include Koh Samui, Krabi, Phuket, and Koh Phangan. Your total cost of living budget for one person in Thailand is estimated at $1,065.
Next up on my list is the Philippines where you can live comfortably on $1,000 per month and in some cases even half that. Slightly more affordable than Thailand, the Philippines ranks in the top three countries in the world for personal finance according to Internations, with 75% of expats reporting that they are generally satisfied with their financial situation in the Philippines. As you can see here, this fully furnished one-bedroom property in a nice tower in Makati in Manila is $288 per month, whereas this two-bedroom house in Davao with a maid's quarters and a balcony is $720 per month. Eating out is also quite affordable in the Philippines. Breakfast out could cost two to three dollars and dinner four to five dollars, but more if you're buying bottles of wine and drinks. Healthcare costs are also low. An annual insurance plan for locals can be as low as $50 per year, whereas expat plans can be from $50 to $100 per month. If you have kids, tuition at a private international school covers around $12,000 per year, which is quite a savings compared to Western countries. What I love the most about the Philippines is how friendly the people are, and there's also so much beauty to explore with more than 7,000 different islands. Over in South America, Peru is a country where you can eat well, enjoy nature, and a comfortable lifestyle for $1,000 per month. Living in Lima is in the lowest 20% of cities on teleport when it comes to cost of living, while Peru is among the most affordable countries to live in South America. Rent in Lima is 45% lower than the average cost in most cities. And if you live in Peru, you'll have plenty of time to visit some of the amazing sites throughout the country, such as the Nazca Lines, Machu Picchu, the Rainbow Mountains, the Sacred Valley, and Lake Titicaca. Besides Lima, some of the most popular places for foreigners to live in Peru include Cusco and Arequipa, where expats at International Living have reported living there comfortably for $500 to $600 per month. Peru is also known for its food that is so flavorful, so fresh, and so filling. It focuses a lot on fresh seafood and also root vegetables, one of my favorite foods being ceviche, but you also have to try their amazing corn dishes. You can get a meal in Peru for just a couple of dollars, and their famous cocktail, the Pisco Sour, could cost you around $4 at a cocktail bar. If you're a US citizen, you can stay in Peru on your passport and tourist visa for up to 183 days. But if you end up falling in love with the country and you want to stay longer, then consider applying for Peru's retirement visa, which you can qualify for with $1,000 in monthly income coming from overseas. In Peru, you can find a studio or one-bedroom apartment for as low as $200 per month, whereas a larger or nicer apartment with two to three bedrooms can be $500 to $700 per month. Popular locations for foreigners to live in Peru include Lima, Cusco, and Arequipa, but I also recommend exploring some of the smaller towns and villages throughout the country. Your total cost of living for one person in Peru comes out to around $1,066 per month. 
Sixth on our list, Bulgaria is one of my favorite countries in the world and it's also one of the more affordable countries in Europe. Bulgaria is part of the European Union and it's expected to join the Schengen Zone in late 2023 or early 2024, so keep that in mind when you're planning your stay. Bulgaria also offers an attractive residency program where you can stay for up to five years with a 10% tax rate, and that program is also a path to citizenship. The average monthly cost of living in Bulgaria ranges from $700 per month for a single person to $1,600 per month for a family. However, salaries are quite low. Minimum wage was $400 131 euro per month in 2023 and the average annual salary was around $22,000 per year. When I lived in Bulgaria, my cost of living was around $1,000 per month. My rent was 200 euro per month and that included all of my utilities and internet. A broadband internet connection in Bulgaria can be as low as five to $10 per month and it's fast. Internet speeds in Bulgaria are among the top 10 fastest in the world. The food in Bulgaria is amazing, especially the produce, and it's often fresh and local. The grocery stores like Aldi and Little are quite affordable, but you can also save a lot of money by shopping at outdoor markets. You can get a meal in Bulgaria for just a few dollars, and you can often get a kilo of potatoes or other produce for one or two euro. Popular locations for foreigners to live include the capital of Sofia, the city of Plovdiv, and the mountain village of Bansko. But if you're interested in living at the beach, then check out Varna. Your total cost of living budget for one person in Bulgaria is just under $900 per month. However, if you're living large, you could go up to around $1,200 per month. West of Bulgaria on the Adriatic Sea is Albania, known for its medieval castles, Ottoman architecture, and stunning beaches along the Albanian Riviera, among the finest in Europe. According to Numbeo, the average cost of living for one person in Albania is about $600 per month without rent. You can find a studio or efficiency apartment in Albania for anywhere from 150 euro per month to 400 euro per month, but it has happened over the past few years that prices have have doubled or even quadrupled in some of the more popular areas for foreigners. So be advised that you could end up spending more depending on how nice your property is and where you live. Some of the more popular places to live in Albania include Podgorac and Lake Orid, Saranda, Vora, Tirana, and Shikoder. In Albania, the internet is very fast. You can get a fiber optic connection for around 1,000 lek per month or about 11 US dollars. And as with many other countries in Europe, the food in Albania is delicious, also very fresh and seasonal. You can get a cup of coffee for around 50 cents or a souvlaki for less than $2, or a salad at a restaurant for around $3 or $4. U.S. citizens can stay in Albania on just a passport for up to one year, but Albania also offers a one-year digital nomad visa that is renewable for up to five years. Your total cost of living budget for one person in Albania comes out to around $1,025 per month, but depending on your rent, it can be as low as $600 per month or as high as $1,800 per month. 
In fourth place, I have Nicaragua. Now, although Nicaragua's neighbor to the south, Costa Rica, gets a lot of attention when it comes to the best places to live in the world, don't discount Nicaragua. Nicaragua has very friendly people, a beautiful landscape, and also a low cost of living. I would say it's about half the price of living in Costa Rica. Known as the land of lakes and volcanoes, Nicaragua has nearly a thousand kilometers of coastline, fertile soil, and colonial cities such as Leon and Granada. Although it's the biggest country in Central America, its cost of living is among the lowest. Unfortunately, however, Nicaragua is the second poorest country in the Western Hemisphere after Haiti with a minimum wage of around $140 to $250 per month. That being said, the friendly people, beautiful beaches, world-class surfing, and relaxed pace of life, at least outside of Managua, has attracted at least 4,000 US citizens to relocate there, along with many thousands of others from around the world. Nicaragua has also become a magnet for medical tourism due to the low healthcare costs and highly trained English-speaking doctors. A doctor's appointment in Nicaragua could cost you $25 to $30, and a night in the hospital could be $100, although they will charge you an $800 deposit to check in. But I talked with them on the phone and they'll also refund anything that you don't use. Private health insurance is also available to foreigners in Nicaragua from $500 to $1,000 per year, but residents can also access the public healthcare system. I own a few pieces of land in Nicaragua and you can buy a piece of land for as low as a couple thousand dollars or up into 50 or $100,000 for a much larger piece of land or even a farm. The construction prices per square foot are quite reasonable from 50 to $150 depending on the level of luxury and finishes. And rental prices are also affordable as well, starting at $250 to $400 per month. But if you're living in a luxury gated community for foreigners, or you have a really nice house or apartment in San Juan del Sur, it could go up to $1,000 per month. I lived in Nicaragua in 2008 and can certainly attest to the friendly people, beautiful scenery, and low cost of living there. However, there are some downsides as Nicaragua is quite susceptible to natural disasters. So hurricanes, earthquakes, flooding, and also the power grid can be a little bit unstable. So there can be some power outages sometimes, although fortunately those have become less and less frequent over the years. The cost of living budget for one person in Nicaragua comes out to around $1,100 per month, depending on your rent. Top locations to check out throughout the country include Aposentillo, Chinandega, Granada, Leon, Masaya, Popoyo, and San Juan del Sur. Argentina is the most popular country to visit in South America, but it's also a great place to live. From the arts and culture-rich capital of Buenos Aires to the wine region of Mendoza and the expansive wilderness of Patagonia. The price of rent in Argentina varies a lot. Starting at $150 per month for a studio or one bedroom outside of a city center, up to $1,000 per month for a luxury furnished loft or Airbnb, 
in the heart of Buenos Aires. But overall, the cost of living in Argentina is about 65 to 85% less than living somewhere like Austin, Texas. So uh, you're definitely going to save money there. Argentina is known for its gastronomy and wine. A nice dinner out for two people with drinks is about 15 to $20 per person, or half of that for a regular meal like lunch. A bottle of Malbec in Argentina can cost from four to $6, and you can get snacks for around one, two, or $3. Argentina has a high standard of healthcare with both public and private options available. And although living in Argentina offers numerous advantages, it's not without its problems. Economic and currency stability, the political landscape, and safety are among the top concerns for people living in Argentina. Overall, you can live in Argentina on less than $50 per day. The most popular place to go is Buenos Aires, of course, but you can also check out places like Cordoba, Mendoza, and Mar del Plata. The total cost of living budget for one person in Argentina comes out to $960 per month. Mexico has become an incredibly popular place for people to move, especially from the US and Canada, and especially since the pandemic. In fact, reports are that applications for temporary visas and residency permits have increased by 85% since 2019, and the US State Department estimates that there could be 1.6 million US citizens living in Mexico. However, this is not without controversy as locals have reported that the cost of living has been going up in popular cities throughout the country, mostly attributed to tourism and the high number of international residents living there. So definitely be aware. Uh, but that being said, Mexico has been a top place to live affordably for a very long time. It's been in the top five of global destinations in the Expat Insider Index since 2014. Most expats agree that it's easy to settle in there, the locals are friendly, and generally very welcoming to foreigners. The country also ranks second in the personal finance index, and four in five foreigners living there say that they are satisfied with their financial situation compared to 58% globally. Meanwhile, teleport.org estimates that Mexico City is in the lowest 10% of 248 cities on their website when it comes to cost of living. I've been traveling to Mexico since I was 16 years old, and it's one of my favorite countries in the world not just for the very friendly people and delicious food, but also for the incredible diversity that you can find throughout the country. You could truly live in Mexico for the rest of your life and only scratch the surface of what there is to see and do and experience there. I mean, if you're looking for these white sand postcard beaches, then Playa del Carmen, Tulum, or the Riviera Maya, is definitely for you, but if you're looking for deserted long stretches of beaches with perfect waves, then Baja California can be for you. And then in the middle, there's plenty of other beach towns and also cities and towns throughout the country, each with their own distinct culture. In fact, there are around 2,500 
municipalities throughout Mexico and over 180,000 small towns. So you certainly have plenty of places to choose from when it comes to living in Mexico. Depending on where you live, your rent price will vary. On the low end, you can find a small studio apartment for as low as one or $200 per month, whereas a more average price range is around $500 to $800 per month. And in the heart of the very popular tourist areas like Cabo San Lucas and Playa del Carmen or Tulum, you can find luxury apartments from one to $3,000 per month. But in general, you can definitely keep your rent in the four to $500 range. On the downside, Mexico struggles with some political instability, corruption, and crime, but it's generally a very safe place and overall, living in Mexico offers a lot of value and a very comfortable lifestyle for around $1,000 to $1,500 per month. Popular locations include Mexico City, Baja Mexico, Guadalajara, Querétaro, Oaxaca, Puerto Escondido, San Miguel de Allende, and the Riviera Maya. So for your total cost of living for one person in Mexico, you're looking at around $1,200 per month. But with more affordable housing, you can definitely get it under $1,000 per month. At the top of our list is Vietnam, the number one place for affordable living according to Expat Insider's 2023 ranking. And it also came in number one in the personal finance index in two consecutive years in a row. Vietnam is actually the only place in our list today that I haven't personally been to, but I've heard through many friends who have lived there that it is a beautiful country with very friendly people and of course, delicious food and amazing scenery, nature, and beaches. Top locations to consider in Vietnam include Da Nang, Phu Quoc, Ho Chi Minh City, Hanoi, Hoi An, and Na Trong. Wherever you decide to live in Vietnam, your cost of living can be around $600 to $800 per month, but depending on your rent and lifestyle, it could go up to around $1,100, $1,200, or even $1,300 per month. The median studio or one-bedroom apartment in Vietnam is $400 per month, and you can grab lunch for less than $2, a beer or a coffee is also less than $2, and a kilo of rice or fruit is $1. Your total cost of living budget for one person in Vietnam comes out to $800 per month. Which of the countries on this list would you like to live in someday? Comment below, and if you'd like some help with an overseas move, then you can contact me at travelingwithkristin.com slash relocation and check out these videos here for more of the best places to live and retire around the world. I hope you got some good ideas from that list of places and make sure to join the conversation over on youtube.com slash traveling with Kristen. We've got some great discussions going on in the comments, almost a thousand comments so far and lots of other great tips from other viewers. So Vladimir, he says very comprehensive analysis, Kristen, when we realize that we can't afford to live the lifestyle we want in the US during retirement, we put together our own top 10 list after doing a lot of research and traveling to all of those countries before making our final decision. And our top 10 list was almost the exact replica of your list with the exception of Serbia 
and Nicaragua, they chose Malaysia and Ecuador instead and said that last year they decided to move to Bulgaria because it is one of the most affordable countries in the world that is an EU and a NATO member. They were looking for nice people, beautiful nature, good location, and super fast internet that Bulgaria definitely has, some of the fastest internet average speeds in the world. And he said that he and his wife spent about 1200 US dollars per month on quite a lavish lifestyle. They really love the huge selection of local premium wines that they can get for only three to seven dollars per bottle, and also the local organic seasonal produce that's only a fifth of the price of what they used to pay at Whole Foods in the US. Well, thanks, Vlad, for leaving your thoughtful comment. And I always love of buying fresh organic local produce in the places that I go. Even today in the UK, I spent 14 British pounds, you know, just a few dollars more in US dollars on two giant bags of produce. And I don't even think I could get one small bag of that at Whole Foods in the US. I actually bought an, a huge bag of pears for $1. So I'm a huge fan of this fresh produce everywhere, even though there's not as much organic produce in the UK, but um, definitely love Bulgaria and have a lot of videos on living there as well. So just search traveling with Kristen Bulgaria and you guys can find a lot of videos about when I was living there. But at the same time, Nick, Nico B55 says that he lives in Bulgaria now and the restaurant prices and groceries have gone up quite a bit in the last few years, but that accommodation is still very reasonable. And then Dr. David Miller agrees with Vlad, who says, great video as an expat and long-term traveler. I've been to some of the places that you've mentioned, but I would also add Malaysia to the list as English is so widely spoken. I lived a total of eight years there and it's a great lifestyle. He also is surprised that Indonesia didn't make the list, but uh, you guys, there's so many places. I'll have to do a top 100 video. <laughs> lots of votes in the comments for Malaysia and I haven't been there so I didn't put it in the video but when I do go and I'm sure I will go hopefully sooner than later I will definitely make a video or more than one video about Malaysia as well. Ellie Zundi says I love your tables comparing the two cities small and big in the same country also the way that you presented the health costs in different countries so Obviously, in the podcast, we can't show the cost of living tables, but you can check out the video and there are timestamps for each country. So if you want to take a screenshot of the breakdown of the cost of living in each place and then at the end uh, with the summary, then you can do that. A few people also asked about visas and residency in this video, and whereas this video wasn't about that, it was about the cost of living, I did make a new video, as I mentioned in the intro, about the easiest places to move. As a US citizen, I wanted to specialize one video for that because there's some certain visas that are available to US citizens, such as the Dutch-American Friendship visa in the Netherlands, but uh, there's a lot of 
countries on that list where, of course, if you're a non-U.S. citizen, then you can also apply for a visa there as well. So don't let that hold you back. So if you want to go into more detail on the visas and residency aspect, complementing this list of cheap places to go, then check out my newest video on YouTube, Traveling with Kristen. And so before you jump into your next task or item on your to-do list today, then head over to the show notes and fill out the Traveling with Kristen trip survey. So if you think you'd be interested in meeting up with me in another country, maybe Portugal or Italy or France next year for a one-week trip with other like-minded people, listeners of the podcast, subscribers from my YouTube channel, then fill out that survey. Let me know when you'd like to go, where you'd like to go. It'll just be a fun trip, so like a vacation where we'll go around, do some sightseeing, have some meals together, things like that. So you can fill that out in the show notes. And then in the next couple weeks, I will be back with more information about how you can actually book that trip when it becomes available. So uh, it's definitely going to happen next year. Really excited about that and look forward to meeting more of you in person and going on our first trip together. Thanks for hanging out with me today and as usual, see you again next week. Bye.